Everlasting Father God in heaven, we thank you once again for bringing us into your presence. Scripture tells us that the entrance of your word bringeth light, and that light giveth understanding to the simple. Therefore, Lord, O God in heaven, we are asking that you will minister life unto our hearts. Let our hearts be changed, our minds transformed, and that the glory will return to you, O God, in Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Quick, let's open our Bibles to the book of John chapter 4. John chapter 4, we're reading from verses 27 to 34. John chapter 4 from verses 27 to 34. Hallelujah. Are we all there? John chapter 4 from verses 27 to 34. Hallelujah. Okay, it's right there on the screen. If we can read together, one to go. At this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water pot and went away into the city and said to the men, Come, see a man who told me all the things that I've ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. In the meantime, his disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Therefore the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him anything to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Quickly we'll read again Acts chapter 4 verse 20. Acts 20, and it says, let's read together. For we cannot but speak the things we have seen and heard. Once again. For we cannot but speak the things we have seen and we have heard. You know, just to give you a context of this particular scripture. For many of us who are accustomed to the book of Acts of Apostles, the Bible said that by the reason of how Peter and John spoke, or just to give you from the beginning, the Bible said that Peter and John were going to the temple at the hour of prayer to pray. And then they saw a man who was crippled and then they healed the man. Peter said, silver or gold, I have none, but what I have in the name of Jesus, take up your bed and do what? Walk. And by the reason of the miracle that John and Peter did, the Bible said that they brought Peter and John to the Sanhedrin. Hallelujah. And then they warned them not to again testify in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And so the response to that warning was that what? They said, for we cannot hallelujah but speak the things which we have seen and what our ears have heard hallelujah you know there are some testimonies that you will have that no matter how they try to shut you up you can't shut up hallelujah why because you are just in awe of the wonders of god and that you feel as an ingrate if you do not open your mouth and speak Praise the name of the Lord. And so the title of my sermon this afternoon is Serving God what with Testimonies. Hallelujah. Serving God with what? Testimonies. Over the course of the month, we began to look at the topic saying that what? That service is the gateway through which God settles his children. Praise the name of the Lord. That we understand that God has a settlement package. Because the Bible said that what? He is a rewarder of them who what? 
diligently seek him. Hallelujah. And that God is not unjust to forget our labor of love. And so, so long as you and I are committed to serving the interest of his kingdom, all it takes is a matter of time. And in no distant time, the Lord would what? Settle each and every one of us. Praise the name of the Lord. And so we said that one of the ways through which we receive settlement is through service. And service can be expressed in, in four different forms. The very first one is that what? We can serve God with our talents. In other words, what has God given you? What skill sets do you have that is peculiar to you that except you engage those things, someone will be disadvantaged. Praise the name of the Lord. So for example, you see the brothers and sisters who came to dramatize what they understood in the context of what we're looking at all throughout this month and the truth and the truth is that there are some of us that no matter how we try to act we can never do that and so in other words it is given to some to minister the gospel in that way praise the name of the lord and so you are serving the lord with your talents for others is we must serve god with our time our treasure and also what our testimonies Praise God. And I said here that the impact of a man's life is measured by the sum of what? His talents. The time he has invested in sharpening those talents and advancing the kingdom of God. Praise the name of the Lord. So just like how Jesus was saying that what? My food is to do the will of my father and to finish what? His work. Praise God. Therefore, his time on the earth was given to nothing else but what? Advancing the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But also, we serve God with our rewards. In other words, our substance. Praise God. I remember one time I was privileged to be listening to, I think it was Mommy Gio, and she was talking about one missionary, that she, a missionary um, ministry which she runs, which is called the African Missions UK. And so when the mission was introduced to us at the time, she was saying that for many of us, our legs will never get to places like Mozambique. Praise the name of the Lord. But the truth is that what, by the reason of you committing to that cause, your legs is reaching there. Although not physically, but what, you're still, by virtue of the contributions you and I are giving, they are being what, ministered to, on behalf of God, or through you and I. Hallelujah. And the final one, what, is what, our convictions. Therefore, our testimonies, what has God done for you, that you hold so strong within your heart, that if anyone tries to convince you otherwise of the goodness of God, you are quick to rebuff them. So just like Peter and John, the Bible said that what? They couldn't help it. If I'm going to lose my life, let me lose my life. But what? I cannot but help but speak what? Of the things which my eyes have seen and what? My ears have heard praise the name of the lord hallelujah and so we see in scripture that when jesus was departing he gave the disciples very clear instructions when you read the book of mark 16 from verse 15 to 16 jesus was saying that what he said to them go into all the world and what preach the gospel to what every creature he said, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And we understand that when we're talking about the gospel, hallelujah, when we're talking about the gospel, we all understand the gospel to mean what? Good news. Hallelujah. 
But the truth is, if I come to somebody who doesn't know Jesus and I tell the person, I've got good news for you, Jesus saves. In his mind, he's wondering, what is that? I can't make sense of what you're saying because it is too generalistic in view for me to comprehend it. Praise God. But if I come to that person and say that my brother or my sister, Jesus loves you, I am here to introduce to you a man who, when I was lame, he healed my feet. And perhaps you're going through a similar challenge, like the woman at the well, come and see the man who did this and this for me. I guarantee you, but they have no choice but to what? Heed to your command. Praise the name of the Lord. Why? Because you're giving them what? Your version of your experience of the good news. Hallelujah. And so you realize that what? When it comes to preaching the good news, there is an element, praise God, there is an element of a personal experience that contributes to people coming to believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so you read the story in the book of John chapter 9. The Bible says that there was a man who was 40 years of age and he was blind from birth. Praise the Lord. And the Bible said that after Jesus spat on the ground, put clay in his eyes and told him to go to the pool called Siloam to go and wash. The Bible said that when he came back and they wanted to have a reason to criticize Jesus or to limit his ministry, the man simply said that what? Whether he did this or that, all I know is that what? I was blind, but now what? I can see. And so the Bible said that what? He went everywhere telling them what Jesus has done. And the truth is that if I was to ask you and I today, how many of us are Christians? Many of us will raise our hands. But how many times have you been bold enough to tell people what Jesus has done for you? Praise the name of the Lord. You see, one of the things that in in a way, is a pet peeve for me, but I understand because it's an evidence of lack of understanding. So I'll give you a good example. On a given Sunday service, somebody will sit down on their chair and they will say, okay, fine, we only have slot for five people to give testimonies. And someone will come and say, oh, you know what? I was in my chair. I was thinking, should I? Should I not? And then I said, oh, you know, and, and I heard the Holy Spirit tell me, you better go and give it. You know, it's been six months now, but I'm just saying it now. The truth is that if you understand the potency of testimony, I don't need to convince you to come out. Praise the name of the Lord. Because you understand that what testimonies have a key role in advancing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Could you imagine after Jesus encountered that woman at the well and she went back and carried on fetching water? The Bible said that she abandoned her water pot and went back to her people and told them to do what? Come and do what? See. Every Christian, praise God, every Christian has been called into the ministry of what? Come and see. Praise God. Because you and I, every single day after salvation, the next command is that what? We must be busy doing what? Inviting people to come and see what Jesus is doing in my life. What Jesus is doing in the city. What Jesus is doing in the body of Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. This is how we begin to engage in serving God with our testimonies. Praise the name of the Lord. And so I said here that what the significance and the potency of going and preaching is to the end that all men may be saved. 
through the knowledge of the saving grace of the Father. Through Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Therefore, serving God demands that we engage in anything that, anything that advances the interest of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And so what then is testimonies? What are testimonies? I read here that testimonies are what? Personal account of the manifestation of the power of God which validate or give credence to the integrity of God regarding his promises. Praise the name of the Lord. Testimonies are personal account of the manifestation of the power of God. Hallelujah. Which give credence to the integrity of God regarding his promises. Praise the name of the Lord. Could you imagine if Hannah was alive in in today's day and somebody came to tell her that god does not give children praise the name of the lord could you imagine if that man that was blind for 40 years somebody is blind next to him saying this jesus cannot open eyes praise god or like the widow of zarephath who had nothing to eat and she encountered elijah hallelujah and the little she had turned into much that survived her through the famine. Praise God. You realize that what? Testimonies has to be personal. Praise God. You can't afford to generalize God. You can't. Because you won't be convincing enough. Praise the name of the Lord. What has Jesus done for you? The Bible said that Jesus asked his disciples... Who do people say that I am? Hallelujah. And they began to give them what? General opinions. They say you are Elijah. Some say you are John the Baptist. And he said, okay, you know what? Who do you say that I am? Because you see, it is based on your personal testimony that you are able to convince somebody else that truly this thing really works. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And for many of us who are here in Swansea, I can, be, I can bet you that one of the reasons that influenced you to relocate to Swansea was because you heard somebody's story of their experience in Swansea and you said, I'm willing to give it a try. Why? Because there is somebody you can look to and how their life is and you can say, you know what? I'm willing to do the same. So you realize that testimony in the Latin word means what? Simply meaning what? To witness. Hallelujah. To witness. For many of us who are accustomed to the protocols of the law court, you understand that the jury cannot make a decision until what? They have heard the account of all the witnesses involved in that case. And the reason why they are witnesses is because so they can convince the jury of their decision. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I remember I watched, I watched a movie back in the day. It was a, based on a John Grisham novel, you know. And the guy did everything just to make sure this jury was convinced that the person who committed the crime did commit the crime. And the reality of it is that what our God is on trial every single day. That people are able to believe that God is real or not lies in my hands and in your hands praise god 
that people are able to be convinced that this God is real is contingent on what I tell them God has done for me. Praise the name of the Lord. And so the onus is on you and I to make sure that we are in what effective witnesses. Jesus said that you should be witnesses for me in Samaria and the other parts of the earth. I like what the Pope said here and he said that what? A modern man listens more willingly. Look at the word. A modern man listens more willingly to witnesses than to teachers. And if he does listen to teachers, it is because what? They are what? Witnesses. People are tired of hearing theory. Praise God. People are tired of doing what? Hearing theory. God is good, is theory. Praise God. Is too generalistic. Until you begin to tell them how God has been good to you. That is when we are now talking about what God is doing. Praise the name of the Lord. And so as a believer, you cannot but have a testimony. Look at what Apostle John says here. First John chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. It says that what? That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. In other words, that life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and therefore we declare it to you. Jesus said that I will die and on the third day I will rise what again. And so when he rose again, he told his disciples, this is the hands where they pierced me. This is the side where I was pierced. And the moment they put their hands into that hole, they were convinced that of a truth, this is the real Jesus. All of a sudden, they went crazy about God. Why? Because they cannot help. I have seen it. Praise God. I am an effective witness of the message this man has got to preach. And that is what God is calling you and I to. That if we are really going to claim that we are servants of the Most High, then we must also serve God with our testimonies. Hallelujah. Because it is through those testimonies that we are validating the integrity of God. Praise God. That somebody might be thinking in their heart that God is special. He doesn't hear my prayers. All of a sudden, you share your testimony. They receive encouragement again to believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You see, testimonies are so powerful. The Bible tells us in the book of Matthew, I think it was Matthew chapter 9. We know the story of the woman with the issue of blood. Hallelujah. The Bible said that what? By the reason of touching the helm of what? His garment. The Bible said that what? She was what? Made whole. Praise God. She was made whole. But when you read the Bible and you go through to Matthew 14. Matthew 14 from verse 34 and 36. The Bible said that what? And the multitude touched what? The helm of his garment and all of them received what? Their healing. How did they know what to do? Because what? Somebody was sharing what? Her testimony. That this was the man that I touched the helm of his garment. I received my healing. 
if you are willing to do the same, God will do the same for you. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you realize that what? When it comes to testimonies, testimonies, number one, prove the nature and the integrity of God. Hallelujah. Testimonies prove the nature of God and the integrity of God. Malachi 3 verse 6 says that what? For I am the Lord and I do not change. Mark 13 verse 37, very encouraging scripture, says that what? Whatever I do for one, I'm able to what? Do for all. I tell you this, one secret to divine healing. Any sickness you have, start hunting for that, that testimony of those that God has healed. Praise God. I remember a lady, for many of us who would know her, Pastor Mildred. You know, for a long time, she didn't have children. And I remember how I got to know her was because I read a blog post that she wrote many, many, many years ago. Because her first child was adopted. And she said, you know what? I want to trust God to conceive my own child. And so she said that at some point in time, she said, oh, you know what? I'm just going to immerse myself in God. And so she began to read Kenneth Higgins' books, Kenneth Copeland's books, particularly on the issue of fruitfulness. Praise the name of the Lord. Why? Because all of a sudden, you're building your convictions. You're building your convictions to the point that nobody can tell you otherwise. Praise God. I was preaching somewhere and I said that the life of a Christian is very, very far. Yes, you may live young, but the Christian race is a long race. And if you and I are going to finish, there are certain things we must have in our back as Christians. And one of them is that what God is faithful. Because if you can settle that conviction within you, regardless of any experience you have, you are able to still hold on to that truth. That because God is faithful, I know that he will fulfill what he said to me. Praise the name of the Lord. Because when you look at the life of Abraham, how can somebody at 99, praise God, be able to, to what? Fertilize an egg and yet still give birth to a son. The Bible said that what? He did not consider his own body, but what? Was giving God all the glory because he who is promised is what? Faithful to fulfill it. Praise the name of the Lord. Testimonies are, they don't just prove the nature of God and take of God. Testimonies are also prophetic in nature. Praise the name of the Lord. Testimonies are what? Prophetic in nature. Prophecy simply means is what? They, 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 prophecies give you a glimpse of what is to come. Praise the name of the Lord. So when somebody gives you a word of prophecy, it's communicating to you what is in the mind of God regarding the future. Hallelujah. The Bible that we read is prophetic in context. Because the truth is we know based on prophecy, at some point in time, the trumpet will sound, those who are dead in Christ would rise. Hallelujah. And so it has not happened. But we know that based on the prophetic nature of scriptures, these things will eventually happen. Hallelujah. Testimonies are prophetic in nature. Why? Because they give you an, a glimpse of what God is set to do. The Bible says in the book of um, Revelation 19 verse 10, it says, And I fell at his feet. This was John giving an account of his encounter with the angel of the Lord. 
He said that, and I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, see thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. He says, rather, worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of what? Prophecy. I was saying in the first service that it is wisdom. Whenever you begin to hear similar testimonies over and over again, it's an indicator that God can do it for you. Praise God. You see, for example, you know, in this church, even in our leadership, I try to share that, you know, whenever you begin to hear testimonies of similar patterns, so for example, people begin to get sponsorships. Every time you hear sponsorships, sponsorships, is a possibility within this assembly. Praise God. Or people who are struggling to, to conceive, all of a sudden they begin to give birth. It's an evidence of what God is doing in this assembly. So when people begin to get married, praise the name of the Lord, it's an evidence of possibilities within the assembly. All you need to do is to be discerning enough to begin to plug into it. The Bible said that what a time would come when an angel will come to stir the water. It says whoever steps into it first will receive their healing. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so you understand that what it is what God is willing and is able to do in the life of anyone who believes. Because God is not partial. Hallelujah. The Bible said that what God is rich to everyone who calls upon him. Both the, the Jew and the Gentile. Hallelujah. But also testimonies can be replicated. Hallelujah. In other words, spirituality is workable. It's not trial and error. Hallelujah. Testimonies can be what? Replicated. When we understand the principles that back up a testimony, then we plug into that same principle and we will get the same result. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Time will not let us look into the scriptures, but when you begin to look at the similarities of the life of Elijah and the widow of Zarephath, and the same thing that happened to Elisha and the Shunammite woman, you begin to see the similarity of what happened. Praise God. The man was a man of God. The woman lost her son. The man prayed for the son and the son got their healing. Even the method in which they delivered the son from death was almost similar. That when you get to the New Testament, we are talking about when Dorcas was dead and they called Peter. The same thing Peter observed in the life of Jesus when he healed the little girl, where he drove everybody out, and then he began to pray. The same principle Peter practiced. He drove all those who were weeping in the room, that they should all go, and he began to deal with the situation. In other words, if you understand what people did to get their testimony, if you do the same thing, God is faithful to do the same thing for you. Praise the name of the Lord. Testimonies are what? Replicable. Testimonies are what? Replicable. And so how then do we serve God with our testimonies? How then do we serve God with our testimonies? Number one, you and I must take responsibility. Everybody has a responsibility to come and see. Hallelujah. Remember I said that every believer has been called to a ministry of what? Come and what? See. 
We must take responsibility. Why? Because every testimony we see that happens was based on scriptures. Every true testimony, not fake a testimony now, every genuine testimony that validates the power of God is always based on scripture. And so our responsibility is to make sure that every single time I have a testimony. And so how do I do that? I must be invested in the word of God. Because wherever the word of God goes forth, what? The fulfillment of the promises would always come to pass. Hallelujah. In the vigil, I said that the, that the word of God does not boomerang. Hallelujah. It cannot return to him void. It's not possible. So we have a responsibility to what? Go with the word of God. Mark 16, 20 says that what? As they went out to preach, God was with them doing what? Confirming the word with signs following. Praise the name of the Lord. Number two is that you and I must commit to speaking his wondrous works. As a believer, you must make it a commitment. Anywhere you find yourself, you must display the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Either through your speech, through your conduct, but everything about you must speak God. I like what Psalm 77, Psalm 71 says. It says, my mouth shall tell your righteousness and your righteousness and your salvation all the, all the day. It says, for I do not know their limits. I will go in the strength of the Lord and I will make mention of your righteousness, of yours only. Oh God, you have taught me from the youth and to this day I declare your wondrous works. Hallelujah. Verse 18 says, Now when I am also old and gray-headed, O God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation, your power to everyone who is to come. Praise the name of the Lord. That the reason why God chose Abraham was because God was confident that Abraham would teach his children about his God. So for us as parents, the best way you can begin to nurture your children, hallelujah, the best way you can nurture your children in the things of God is through what? Testimonies. It's through what? Testimonies. I remember a lady in this church, Sister Lyo, I will never forget her daughter's testimony. They were in the house and, and Lyo was carrying hot water. And the daughter was playing around and she bumped into the lion and the water poured on the daughter's back. Immediately the girl shouted, Jesus. Why? Because she heard that when you call on the name of Jesus, he will save you. Hallelujah. And to the glory of God, there was no mark on her back. Praise God. Why? Because she heard the testimony of her mother. Paul was telling Timothy that the same faith that was in your grandmother, that is in your mother, is the same thing that was laid on you when hands were laid on you. So as parents, it's our obligation to begin to nurture our children by what God does for us. Praise the name of the Lord. Because this is how we build their faith. You know, funny enough, early this morning, my daughter woke me and said, Oh, daddy, my tummy is hurting. 
please pray for me. And I was encouraged because they knew that the first response to anything that you go through is that what it must be based on prayer. This is how we teach our children the ways of our God. This is how we serve God with testimonies. Hallelujah. And finally, we must form the habit of giving God the glory. You see, because there are some testimonies that when people begin to share, they want to put themselves on display. I'm the one that did it. Praise God, I'm self-made. I studied 27 hours in the night and that was how I got this first class. Praise God. I'm not saying that you should deny your effort, but at the end of the day, God must get the glory. God must get the glory. That's why anybody will see me in this church, I cannot take the credit for anything you see here. I cannot. Because I know what it takes. I cannot. God must always get the glory at every point in time. Because by so doing, you and I are fulfilling the covenant. The Bible says, Paul was saying to the church in Corinth, 2 Corinthians 4, 4 verse 7 as I round up. It says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Nevertheless, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Hallelujah. That the excellency of power may be what? Of God and not of us. And so when the people saw Peter, sorry, Paul and Barnabas, and they were saying, oh, these men are gods, they thought they are close. Because I can't take the glory. I'm not God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so in conclusion, Charles Spurgeon says that if you abundantly talk of God's goodness, you are sure to benefit your neighbors. He says many are comforted when they hear of the good of God's goodness to your friends. Hallelujah. Many are done what are comforted when they hear of God's goodness to your friends. So at every opportunity you have, you must speak of this your God. You must be willing to boast about this your God. Don't worry about how he will do it. The moment you put God on display, just like Elijah and the prophets of Baal, God will show up. Praise the name of the Lord. Let us bow our heads as we pray. Everlasting Father God in heaven, we just want to say thank you for your truth. Thank you for your word that has come to charge, to encourage, to correct. Lord, I ask that these words, O God in heaven, will be inscribed on the tablets of our hearts. That Lord, O God in heaven, from this day forward, we make a commitment, a vow to always go about saying, come and see. And Lord, O God in heaven, as we begin to do the going, Father, back us up in the name of Jesus. Back us up in the name of Jesus. Show forth your power that the glory will return to you. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God.